Welcome to Get Real with Richard Walter. You know, I've always uh, thought that uh, the two worst things that happened in the 90s were pasta salad um, and atrium hotels. Pasta salad, I mean, macaroni and, and mayonnaise. People actually serve old combinations of that. They, I mean, sophisticated, intelligent people actually serve this. This stuff, you can't get away from it. It seems like it's just everywhere. Oh, and atrium hotels, atrium hotels. uh, I I mean, hotels where you, 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 you know, you enter and there is um, uh, not just a lobby with a a ceiling over it, but but the whole center of the hotel is open wide and it looks way, way up, uh, 15, 18 stories, however however tall the structure is. In big cities, these can be really, 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 really tall. And the one I'm seeing is one that I've stayed in several times in San Francisco, the uh, Hyatt Embarcadero. Uh, um, uh, you enter it, and there's this great, great big uh, space. You could fly a plane around, you know, the interior of that place. And those... Those walls surrounding it, they're the corridors, and there are doors along the way, and each of those, you know, <laughs> leads into a hotel room. Um, uh, I don't know, it became a really popular style. Can't get away from, uh, seems like they have arisen in the, um, in the 90s, and it's one of, it's a great example of something that's a great idea, but just a lousy reality, and I, a lot of a lot of movies work out that way. They're um, uh, really, really fine uh, notions. Uh, um, so much so that sometimes uh, they don't really need to be uh, extended anywhere beyond the. That as a practical matter, they don't. They don't really work. That the idea of the thing is better than the reality of it. And the idea of the, of these these atrium hotels is that um, it'd be a great big space instead of being enclosed. At, Big space with 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 the, the sky open, or maybe it's covered over with a glass roof, but but open to open to the light of. The, but the truth is, it's it's really a big cave because it's fourteen, sixteen, eighteen, twenty four stories up, surrounding you, and and um, uh, gloomy uh, instead of open and and freeing um, uh, and given to flight. It's kind of oppressive and. Uh, Confining. Why are we? Why are we talking about this? Because when I checked into the Embarcadero the last time I was there, the Embarcadero Hyatt. It is a comfortable hotel, and it's right where, uh, right up the street from the radio station, where I had to do my interview. The uh, uh, I noticed that um, they had tried to humanize it a bit by by uh, lacing in. Um, plants, you know, greenery, and that there were lush uh, uh, green vines growing all around um, out of, um, uh, you know, flower pots uh, and boxes uh, that had been arranged to, uh, you know, have the soil that would support the roots of these things. And they did uh, these vines run up and down the uh, the corridors uh and the stairwells, and and um, they did seem to uh, humanize the, the 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 place somewhat. I wondered to myself because this is the kind of crazy mind that I have. How do they? 
it's so dark in here. It's so gloomy. I know that ivy tends to bloom best in the shade. It's true. But I mean, this is almost opaque darkness in here. You could almost develop, you know, uh, uh, photos. You could have a little photo lab out in the lobby or uh, outside in the uh, so-called corridor, which isn't really a corridor. It's open to the whole space of the uh, atrium. Um, uh, and you wouldn't defog any of that film. That's how dark it is in here. How do they get this stuff to, 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 to grow? Um, uh, maybe it's fake, but I, I, I could see that it was not fake. In fact, uh, it wasn't vinyl. Uh, at least that's the way it, it had to be, it seemed, because some of it had um, dried out a little bit, and uh, some of the leaves was, were almost ready to fall off. Uh, um, some of it had been watered well, it, it appeared, and uh, some of it had not. And, uh, you know, it was, was uh, um, kind of surviving in there, um, if not ex- quite thriving. Uh, so, um, you know, it kind of worked both ways. It showed that... Uh, <laughs> Um, life could could grow there, could could if not thrive, at least survive there. And and um, on the other hand, it also showed that uh, in the way that it, it it had these imperfections, these dried out areas that seemed to be, maybe get even less light than the others because of the corner they're in or something like that. Uh, uh, you would uh, 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 you know they 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 weren't as lush. They might be greener and more lush if if. Uh, if it weren't a, uh, a damned atrium. And then I noticed in the uh, leaves of that were uh, decaying, I suddenly noticed that embossed in them the, the logo of the company that had manufactured them. But, but what I mean is they were actually not real, uh, uh, though I was absolutely convinced they were real. I saw that they were not real. They were vinyl because they had stamped into them here and there the uh, logo of the company uh, that had produced them. And I, uh, I do forget the name of that uh, that uh, company, but it might have been uh, uh, Vinyl Sim. Uh, you know, like they simulate uh, vines with vinyl. I don't know. Um. Why are we talking about this in a uh, podcast <clears throat> that's supposed to have something to do with screenwriting? Well, I like to think we can talk about all creative matters and even matters, uh, you know, that are, um, uh, <clears throat> oh, every once in a while, uh, you know, uh, off the rails, uh, some cultural purpose, just <laughs> because they're, in, they're interesting. But this is actually a terrific example of a principle that's important in screenwriting and all creativity, that it's the imperfection. It's the imperfection that made me think it was real. With these, um, since they were manufactured, they could have been manufactured all lush and green and well watered and, and uh, no, no, no stale parts uh, um, withering away and, and, cusp of falling away. Uh, no, no, no. They, they, uh, they didn't go that way. Instead, they programmed into it some decay, some Im- imperfection. It was that. It was the imperfection that made it look perfect. 
you know, my, my son is a musician and a uh, composer, a film scorer, and uh, I was reading some uh, trade journals uh, in, in his uh, house. He was talking about, uh, oh, they, they were advertising actually uh, drum machines. Um, and um, I was reading, uh, reading about drum machines, and drum machines used to feel, uh, sound very, very uh, mechanical. Yeah, they could keep the rhythm going, but they made it sound inhuman. They were cold. Uh, and then one day, somebody figured out how to warm them up, and that was by programming into them misbeats, random uh, miscues, uh, uh, hits that were just uh, not quite on time, a little in front, a little behind. And it warmed the whole thing up. The imperfection of it made it... Uh, humane and, and, and human and um, uh, just, just more engaging of, uh, of the listener. So screenwriters, if your if scripts aren't going perfectly well, if they're riddled with uh, uh, imperfections in your view, uh, first of all, you're in bed with, uh, with the best writers that, that there are the richest, most successful writers, because that's the status, uh, uh, that is the circumstance reach, and uh, and every uh, every 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 one of them, every one of them feels imperfect. Uh, but remember, it is those imperfections uh, that make us uh, perfect. Uh, that is to say, perfectly human. Thanks for listening to Get Real with Richard Walter. Please. Uh, Subscribe on Medium and Substack and do uh, share these uh, episodes with pals on social media and come back uh, and listen to my next uh, podcast, please.